Welcome to the first edition of the Wednesday What For, and this segment of the podcast was brought to you by you. Many of you out there have said, uh, and actually I've gotten it quite a bit where people have said, we've got questions, how should we get those to you? And I've said, go ahead and just shoot them to me in a private message. Normally I handle them right then, but a lot of you have said, why don't we just compile a lot of questions, and why don't you just bring it up to people on a podcast? Just dedicate an entire podcast to new questions people are asking, new things that are going on that maybe you're not mentioning in a specific podcast. And I thought, hey, that's a great idea. So uh, there you go. That's the Wednesday What For that's now being brought to you. And I'm not sure if this will be weekly or every other week or something like that. I guess it depends on how many of you guys write in and give me material to answer questions on. And so I want to dive into this. I want to make this quick and concise to where it's a quick listen, but at the same time make sure it's packed with information, and there is a lot here. So you might want to take notes on this. But uh, I love the idea of getting to answer your questions more on a public uh, forum like this because if you're asking them, I'm sure other people are as well. So one of the questions that I got recently was, what type of vitamins are you currently taking And I I guess the issue with uh, compiling these questions and then answering them, you know, at a later date is that I might actually cover some of these during some of the podcast recordings that I'm doing. This one, in fact, was, you guys heard recently, the, uh, the what you need to know for going bulletproof and then a couple of others that I did where I was talking about vitamins. But I'll tell you what I was taking and then I'll tell you what I plan on taking going forward and just give you some general advice here. So the vitamins... Uh, that that I uh, was taking or will still be taking, and I'll, I'll tell you why I'm kind of on the fence there with that question here in just a second. But vitamin D, I've done a lot of research on vitamin D, and look, let's face it, for most of us in the business world, we are locked up in buildings all day long. Long sleeves, suits for some of us or most of us, uh, or jackets, something like that, and just not getting the vitamin D that we need. And so I'd, I'd encourage you, do a quick Google search. Don't take my word for it. Do a quick Google search on vitamin D, and the benefits of vitamin D and just for people who don't get out in the sun, just everything from mood boosting to energy boosting to just overall health benefits that your body needs from the sun. Uh, But obviously there's harmful rays in the sun as well. So how do you know where that blend is of time in the sun versus cancer causing time in the sun, things like that. So vitamin D and the recommendation that I've seen on a lot of different uh, uh, sites that I've looked at and things like that is uh, is going to be 1,000 IU. That's the measurement that's used there. It's 1,000 IU for every 25 pounds. So I weigh 200 pounds. I basically need about 8,000 IU. I was taking, when I first started doing vitamin D, I did a loading phase for about two weeks of 8,000, and then I backed that down to 6,000. And then after I've read more and more stuff lately about 1,000 IU per 25 pounds, I bumped it back up to 8,000. And the thing with vitamin D, guys, uh, you know, I mentioned the energy, I mentioned the, the uh, effects that it brings. I don't know that I actually feel it. It's not like I pop vitamin D and then I feel like I took a five-hour energy. It's not that. It's the, I, I bet if I stopped taking it, I would notice more of the effects of it not being there than what I actually notice it being there. But overall, health is good. And some people may think, well, if I'm not going to feel it, I'm not going to go waste my time and money taking it or buying it or whatever. Go Google the benefits of it, and I think you would. Second, uh, what I'm taking here is fish oil, and I totally forgot before I left home this morning to write down the dosage of the fish oil that I'm taking. But the main thing you want to have is your fish oil, and if you can get a combination of fish oil and omega-3 
acids in there, that's going to be the best thing for you. So the one that I take is, uh, you know, it's just a standard one. I try to buy all of my vitamins, by the way, from some either Whole Foods, Sprouts. I know some of you guys are listening from all over the nation, so I'm not sure what specialty vitamin stores or anything like that that you have. But you definitely don't want to go buy the $4.99 uh, bottle at Walmart that is synthetic and who knows what it has in it. A lot of those have a lot of soy in it as well, which for guys is not good for many reasons. Go Google that as well. But if you want to look at, if you want to look up the, uh, the fish oil benefits, there may be some out there that are even better than what I'm taking. But the, the one that I have, and I'm so sorry for not writing down the dosage, it has the fish oil, which is good for your joints, your brain, just your overall uh, youthfulness, and it's going to have uh, benefits for your heart as well. But the omega-3 fatty acids that are in there, um, I think I've got like a 1,000 milligrams of the omega-3 alone in the one that I take. And then the fish oil, just, you know, the, the regular cod oil or cod liver oil, you could even take that as well. That's going to have uh, a dosage as well. I think it's 250 per um, per pill, and I take two of those. So don't quote me on that, though. I don't want to, I don't want you to overdose on anything. Look at what, what the bottle says on that. But if you can get it with the omega-3 acid in there, that's going to be even better. Magnesium, tons of benefits on magnesium, especially for guys for, for many reasons. Zinc, just keeping your overall immune system healthy. And then B12, most people take B12 for energy. Uh, actually, what I do is I do a Whole Foods, there's, there's at Whole Foods, it may sell in other places as well, there's a B complex. So it's a vitamin B complex that includes a lot of your Bs in there. And, uh, and I take that. That gives uh, me some energy during the day, but then there's also a ton of benefits for your brain, for the B vitamins, and that's why I mentioned the B12. That's why I'm trying to get it in as benefits for the brain. So the reason I was on the fence when I first started mentioning this is I started this week on my first loading dose of True Brain, T-R-U-B-R-A-I-N. So I'm trying to stay off of the vitamins right now just to make sure that um, nothing is tampered. This True Brain, you know, by a team of neuroscientists, you guys may have heard my uh, my recording recently on focus or, or sleep using neuroscience and focus using neuroscience. Andy Hill, Dr. Andrew Hill, is one of the creators of True Brain. If you want to Google it, it's T-R-U-B-R-A-I-N, truebrain.com. And basically there's a loading phase there where there's some there's some higher doses of whatever I'm taking and so I just went ahead and did away with the vitamins since some of that might be uh, interfering with some of this. But in the true brain, you have some things here, and I hope I can pronounce all of them, but you've got paracetam, which is a uh, tons of research on how it's a brain-focusing drug, uh, smart drug, they call it. Plus, you've got CDP choline. You've also got carnitine, uh, DHA, which is also part of the you know uh, omega-3 fatty fish oil, so that's why I wanted to kind of stay away from that just a little bit until I until I had my loading dose out of the way. Magnesium is also in here. Tyrosine, theanine. You guys heard me recently talk about L-theanine in some of the talks that I did. And then there's a boost. There's four boost packets in there of uh, oxyracetum. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, but that's just the uh, it's, it's kind of an energy boost for your brain is the way that it's described. So there's a lot of stuff in the true brain. And when I first opened it up, I was really uh, I was really surprised. You've got a morning dose that you take with breakfast, and you've got an afternoon dose, which you actually take with lunch. And in the morning dose, there's like 
there's like six pills in there. So there's not a ton of ingredients, as you guys heard, but there's like six pills in there. They've measured these things out. This team of neuroscientists measured these things out to where you're getting the right amount of boost to your brain in the morning for peak performance and focus. And it's not really, there's some energy agents in there, but it's not really so much for energy as it is just for clean, crisp thoughts, focus, and, you know, I guess you don't notice it a lot. That's what they said. If you don't feel the effects of this, don't worry. It takes time to build in your in your brain and grow, but uh, you'll probably notice it when you're when you're not using it. Now, on the weekends, you're not supposed to use it. You just use it during the week, and you've got five packets during the week for a month's supply, and the weekends, you, you take the time off. So that's, that's the true brain. I would encourage you guys to go take a look at that. There's some pretty uh, neat things out there. There's a capsule version like I have, which is actually a little bit more expensive, and then you've got the drink version, which has, I guess, the same stuff in it. I didn't really dive into it. I like the fact that I could have a morning and an afternoon and be a little bit balanced instead of maybe having a morning that I'm really focused and then an afternoon maybe that I'm tired and crashing or, or whatever. So you can take the drinks as well that are a lot less expensive uh, to do. The other question that I got is what uh, specialty foods are you eating right now? We've heard, you know... Uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but it's basically we've heard you mention some things on the podcast that you have talked about and we didn't quite catch the names or couldn't understand what it was. Can you go back and talk about the specialty foods? So there's just a few here and I'm no I'm no food expert here by any means. I, I, you know don't don't take my word for this, but I've done a lot of reading as you guys know, and some stuff you can read out there and you know throw it out throw it out with the trash, some stuff you can read and if it keeps popping up over and over and over on multiple, things you probably have to you know agree that there's some benefit there but the first thing that I uh, try to do each day is I drink on my drive-in I drink kombucha and kombucha has the if you if you've heard me talk about uh, Dr. Eric Perlmutter with his or sorry David Perlmutter with his grain brain and uh, and different brain books that he has out there talks about kombucha how 70 to 80 percent of your immune system actually is in your gut uh, and if we can treat our gut well, which I didn't know anything about this before I started reading into it, if we can treat our gut well, then we're going to be able to uh, nourish and harvest those uh, microbes. There's, you know, there's millions upon millions of microbes and bacteria in your gut that's keeping a lot of the bad things out, keeping a lot of things uh, broken down within your uh, inner lining of your stomach and things like that. And when we don't nurture that bacteria, when we eat a bunch of crap, and we eat a bunch of fried onion rings and cheeseburgers and a bunch of, you know, just stuff that we don't need. It breaks down uh, a lot of that bacteria, and then what happens is a lot of the toxins from the food and things like that seep out into your, uh, into your bloodstream, and they seep out of the walls of your, uh, of your stomach. So if you can nurture those millions of microbes in your gut, then you're going to be a lot healthier, you're going to feel better, you're going to keep a lot of the toxins out of your system that hopefully just pass on through your stomach and get flushed out versus getting up into your bloodstream and all those sort of things. And uh, the, what, what the kombucha is, is it's a probiotic, and it, it basically has, I wish I had a bottle of it right here with me, but it basically has um, millions upon millions of cultured live bacteria in, in this. And that, that may sound nasty, but it's really good. Uh, most of them come in like a, a 
uh, sparkling, as they call it, a sparkling thing, but it's carbonation, but you, I drink that on the way in. It's really awesome. It actually tastes like alcohol, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, it is fermented, and, you know, I told my wife that the other day. I was like, man, these, this brand that I have here and a couple others that I've had, like, it actually tastes like some sort of a, some sort of a mixed drink almost with, uh, I, I don't know if it's, you know, whiskey or bourbon or something. Again, all this sounds nasty that I'm saying, but it's really good the way that they make it. But I take a sip of it, and I'm like, is this is this beer? Is this whiskey? What is this? And it's just a fermented, uh, cultured batch of bacteria is what it is that you're drinking that they've uh, put into a drinkable form. But it's really good, and uh, and there is no alcohol in it, even though the, the legal phrase on the back of it says it could contain a trace of alcohol. I think that's just a CYA thing. But it's really good. Kombucha, there's a ton of different kombuchas out there, and I would tell you they're probably all about the same. Try to get one that doesn't have a ton of sugar in it. Get one that you like just on your grocery store aisle. Go to Whole Foods. They probably have a ton of them there. Get one that you like. I wish I had the brand here in front of me. I'm kind of butchering this since I can't bring it to you. But just get some kombucha in you each day. The other thing that I also do is probiotic is kefir. And that is what I put in my either my granola or my oatmeal. It's just a base, you know, basically it's... It's a smoothie is what it looks like, but it comes in a, uh, in a jug, almost like a, a small milk jug type thing, but you just pour it out, comes in blueberry, strawberry, peach, a lot of other flavors, but same idea. There's a, you know, again, this whole idea of millions of harvested cultured bacteria within this thing that you're drinking, and that's going to help your bacteria and your gut feel better, help your immune system. I also pour it over uh, Belvita, not Velveeta like cheese, but Belvita. If you've ever heard of the breakfast cookie Belvita, just go to your neighborhood grocery store. They've probably got it on the cookie aisle. That's where I always find it. And the thing with these is it's probably got a little bit more sugar in it than what I might should have, but they're, they're small. So as long as you just eat one package a day, you'll be fine. But I crunch that up. People at my office laugh at me because they'll hear me in my office just pounding on my desk. And I'm crunching up those uh, Belvita cookies, and I just pour the kefir over it. And it's like basically a, a blueberry cookie. I like the blueberry kind. I pour the strawberry kefir over it. It's, it's awesome. It's good. But I you know, only have like one small bowl of that because, again, the sugar content might be in order to mask all of the, the healthy bacteria and things like that. They probably put a little bit more in there, so I don't, don't recommend it. The, the thing that I love, though, is what my wife makes in the mornings, and this is an oatmeal. Guys, I'd never seen this before. She found this recipe, some, some book or something that she looked at. It's the most simple thing in the world, and it is so healthy for you. You take a banana, or you, you know, what she does is she just makes a big batch of it. So she'll take like three or four bananas, and put them into a, a big Tupperware bowl. She'll sprinkle uh, oats, steel-cut oats, over the top of it, just like if you were making you know, a healthy oatmeal. She'll pour a little milk in there as the water, kind of the water substitute there, just like you normally would your oatmeal, and then she sprinkles cinnamon over the top of it. And that's it. That's it. And then she lets it sit overnight. So when I come in to the refrigerator in the mornings, I've got this Tupperware bowl full of uh, oats that have basically soaked in all of the milk, all of the banana juices that were in there, and uh, it has the cinnamon mixed in, and it is the best oatmeal that I have ever had in my life, and you don't have to leave it overnight, it's actually better if you do that to let the oats soak in, uh, but I've done it before where she's made it, and 30 minutes later I'm in there eating it, it's just the oats are a little bit harder, but it is awesome it is so good, and there's nothing else in there, there's no, there's no extra added sugar in there, there's no extra added you know, whatever 
whatever. Uh, it doesn't have that. It's just all the stuff that I just mentioned to you, so that's good. And then you guys know my green cocktail if you're a regular listener of the, co- uh, the podcast. Amazing Greens is the name of the green superfood, the energy version that I get. There's some for focus, some for just getting your greens in. I get the green superfood energy, about 85 milligrams of plant-based energy, which if you're a guy that's always just hitting the coffee, hitting the monster energy, hitting the five-hour energy, whatever, and that's how you derive your energy each day, you're going to be blown away when you have this cocktail of just plant-based energy. It's still caffeine, there's no doubt about it, but it is the healthy caffeine that's not going to give you the jitters and it's going to make you feel clean. That's the best way I can describe it. The other blend that I put in there is Kyo Green, K-Y-O Green. You can buy all this on Amazon, by the way. Mix in a scoop of the Amazing Grass Superfood. Mix in a scoop of the Kyo Greens. And then the other one that I throw in there just for good measure to get in my vegetables is Pinnacle of Wellness uh, Amazing Superfood. It doesn't have the energy component to it like the other two do, but I just throw that in there. And then I throw some Spark in there. So Spark supposedly is supposed to be better for you than all the other energy stuff out there. It's a lot of B vitamins and things like that. Again, getting your brain focus. In fact, on the front of the Spark can, it says improves energy and brain focus. So that is the green cocktail that I have, and it's amazing how that makes me feel each morning. And I don't really have a crash off of it. It just, you know... I have it through most of the uh, most of the morning, if not you know the first part of the afternoon. So that is uh, that. Those are the things as far as the foods right now that I can think of for optimal either brain performance or energy or performance altogether. Another question that I had was how to best listen to these podcasts. I'm actually going to hold this one just because I'm going to do a separate recording on it and release that in the next day or so. But some people have been saying. Jared, some of your your content is great, but it goes 45, 50 minutes sometimes. Like, can you shorten those down a little bit? And the cool thing is, guys, right, is this is a recording. <laughs> you know, this isn't a live seminar where you miss the information or you walked in late and only got half of it. You can record, the, you can rewind this stuff at any time. But just to give you a little sneak peek for those of you that may have not heard some of my Miracle Morning recordings, I have a Bluetooth that looks like a hearing aid. I'll post the picture of it online uh, to our uh, Slack message board. I'll post the picture of what this thing looks like, but I got the hearing aid Bluetooth to where I wouldn't look like one of those guys out in public every day with the long, you know, mic on the end of a Bluetooth where you're walking around and people are like, man, get off the phone. You know, what a dork. Uh, You know, I wanted to be able to listen to stuff like audiobooks and podcasts and things like that. If I'm out at lunch, like I was yesterday, if I am you know, somewhere during the day. I don't want to feel like I have to take this thing off all the time. So I got one that basically looks like a hearing aid. And instead of thinking that I'm, you know, a, a dork now, people probably just think, man, poor guy, I can't hear. And maybe, you know, maybe they have some sympathy on me or whatever, but I'm really just getting my knowledge on the whole time. And uh, what I do is I put that by my phone in the mornings. I wake up. The first thing I do is I grab my phone. I grab my hearing aid Bluetooth. I throw it in my ear and turn it on. And from the time I start getting ready all the way through the time that I get in a, a car, when I drive in, even after I get here to the office, there's stuff going uh, in, in my, my mind. So if, you, if you're not able to get through some of those, as you guys have heard, there's just too much information to make each one of these podcasts a 15-minute you know, podcast. I look down now, we're already at 18 minutes on this one, and I just feel like we just started. So I, I do try to condense these. I really do, but there's just a lot of information I want to bring you, and I don't feel horrible about that because it's a recording. You can always go back and rewind it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... 
shelf that one for just a second and get back to it at some point uh, later. People have asked me what I'm reading during my uh, quiet time, my spiritual time, my time, you know, reading scripture and those sort of things, and obviously the Bible. And I've got the John MacArthur Study Bible, the ESV, uh, ESV and NASB versions. If you're wondering what version of Bible, maybe you should get out there. If maybe you're looking for a new version that you should get, I like the John MacArthur Study Bible. I've got the Kindle version because I want to make highlights in that thing and then never lose them. So any device I go to, I've got my highlights there. And you can do all kinds of different colors on the highlights. But I've got the ESV closer to the Greek, original Greek and Hebrew words and uh, as, as most commentaries would say, but it also has commentary. And the reason I love using it on the Kindle is I can click a footnote, I can click a, you know, anytime that there's a commentary that goes along with a verse, there's just a little small cross beside the the uh, the verse, and I just click that, and it takes me right to the commentary. I can make my highlights, then I can just click a button and bounce right back to where I was. So it's very easy to, to have that. The other thing that I have right now that I'm going through is a devotional called Pierced by the Word by John Piper. You can look that up on Amazon, Pierced by the Word, and also the Songs of Jesus that I bought at the beginning of the year by Tim Keller. You guys have heard me mention Tim Keller before. This is a devotional that goes through the Psalms and uh, with commentary. So you've got a psalm a day, and you go through there, and um, or, or an excerpt of the psalms a day, and you go through there and look at the commentary as well that goes along with it. So those are the main things that I look at each morning. I'll try to get in the Word, uh, in the Scripture, the first thing, using the commentary there and studying. I'll bounce to Pierced by the Word, and then the very last thing, because it's a, such a quick read, I'll wrap it up with the Tim Keller uh, the songs of Jesus. So um, people have asked me also what I'm using to record my goals right now, and you guys may have recently heard the Freedom Journal. Let me grab it here. The Freedom Journal came in, and I knew this was going to be a big, big deal by John Lee Dumas. He's got the most successful podcast on iTunes of all time, most successful podcast as far as uh, followers and downloads of all time. This is the Freedom Journal, Accomplish Your Goals in 100 Days. You've probably heard me say that his goal was to make this really nice and uh, something that you would want to carry around instead of just, you know, a three-ring spiral that you just throw on your floorboard when you get in the truck. I mean, what... (laughs) If your goals are really that important, you should probably have it in something a little better than that. But, you know, if you spend a little money on something, research shows that you're going to tend to stick to it a little bit more. If you hire a trainer, you're probably going to work out more. If you spend some money on a journal, you're probably going to write in it a lot more. So the one thing that I do each day is uh, is I write in this, and I make sure I'm getting this in. I'm on day four now of the Freedom Journal. And the way that he did this, I knew it was going to be big. I'd heard him on every popular podcast out there. People were having him make his rounds and talk about this Kickstarter campaign that he was doing. I got in on it and uh, pledged some money. I think it was like 39 bucks or something like that. I think now you can get it just by going to his website or maybe you could, you could still go to the Kickstarter website, but just type in the Freedom Journal. And when he talked about this in podcasts, he said, I want something that people are proud of. I want something that people can focus on for a short period of time where there is kind of an end result in mind, the 100 days so to speak. There's also an app for this where it asks if you checked off your your goals and things like that. The app goes with the book. So if you just get the app, you really won't understand what questions it's asking you to check off each day. But it's got uh, day one in the morning. And I'll just read the categories here. I'll also post a picture of this just to give you an idea. There's always a quote. And for four days now, each quote has been something that I would want to write down and share with you guys at some point. They're, they're really good quotes. Um, <clears throat> but the first thing it starts off with each day 
is asking, what am I grateful for? So you're starting by writing down your gratitudes each day, which is very important. And then it has a countdown. So on the first day, it said, in 99 days, I will. And you restate your goal. So it's very important, guys, as you know, to restate your goal and look at it, write it down, review it every single day. It forces you to do that by saying, in 99 days, in 98 days, in 97 days, I will. You're writing down your goals. My number one focus today is, and so you write down your number one focus around that goal, which is even more helpful to cement in what you're trying to do. To get closer to my goal today, I will, and there's a couple of uh, bullet points there that you can write in what you're going to do to get closer to your day. By the end of the day, and I love this one, by the end of the day, I will have accomplished. And so I'm looking at that. I've got this journal open on my desk during the day as I'm working, and I want to see by the end of the day, I will have accomplished. So you can see there how he's going through a progression of list your gratitude, which is very important for us to do, and we can lose sight of that easily if we don't. In 98 days, 99 days, whatever, I will. So you're restating your goal. The number one focus today is blank, and you're putting more focus around your goal. Today, to get closer to my goal, I will. And then by the end of the day, I will have accomplished. So you're just, I love the way he's doing this. He's just hardwiring in that goal every single day. Then the next set of lines says, action plan for the day. So if there's anything that I've been hung up on trying to get to this goal, if there's anything that I'm trying to test to get to this goal, I can, I can formulate my action plan right then. It actually makes me stop and think about it instead of just diving into my work and winging it, right? Thoughts, ideas. There's a, there's a section for thoughts and ideas. And then there's always a recommended resource. So the recommended resource on the day I'm looking at here is Workflowy. Just as it sounds, W-O-R-K-F-L-O-W-Y. It doesn't say where that is. I'm assuming it's an app. That's what I assume. Workflowy, an organizational tool that makes life easier. It's a surprisingly powerful way to take notes, make lists, collaborate, brainstorm, and plan. So that's just in a little section down at the bottom. So that's day one. I'm sorry, that's, a, that's the day version. Then you've got the night version where you come back. And the night version has things like, Two wonderful things that happened today. So not only are you listing your gratitudes in the morning, but you're reflecting on two great things that happened during the day. It also asks what I struggled with. There's a couple of bullet points there for what I struggled with. Possible solutions for the struggles. Tomorrow will be a great day because thoughts and ideas, and then finally final thought of the day. So I love the way that he is spelling this out. I would encourage you guys to go and get the Freedom Journal. I'll post a picture of that. But then also I've got the Miracle Morning Journal that I ordered on Amazon, which if you're familiar with the Life Savers, S-A-V-E-R-S, there's a section in there every single day of the week throughout the year for you to list uh, what you accomplish during that Savers you know, morning time. And then, uh, and then check in the box. So I get to see every single day, am I spending time in silence? Am I doing my affirmation? Am I doing my visualizations? Am I exercising? Am I reading? Am I scribing? It's all there, and you can make notes uh, on, the, on the points or where it gives you a point to make notes there. And that has been great. And then also just my, what I would just call my uh, daily spiritual journal. Whatever I'm reading in Scripture, whatever, whatever I'm reading in my devotionals as I'm reading those, I go through and just make notes in my journal, and that's really good to review on the plane. I found that I just grab that journal every single time that I get on a plane, every single time I'm traveling somewhere for a long period of time. It's good to lock those things in, but unless you go back and read those from time to time, you're not going to remember a lot of the stuff that you put on there, and so uh, so that's been uh, good for me. 
I've gone from someone that never journaled, never wrote things down ever, maybe even thought that was a little bit silly and I didn't need to do that, to someone now that is a full-on Kool-Aid drinker, right? I am drunk on the stuff. I am writing stuff down all the time and locking it in just because I learned just over this last year studying so much throughout my business that it just it helps so much to wire things in. All the note cards that I made, all the different things that I did as, as far as wiring things in, I realized that... Uh, Writing it down, there's so much research behind that, you're going to you're gonna feel it. You're going to feel the impact of it in your brain. It's going to be hardwired in. But don't only just look at it in something like a journal. Whatever you're putting in there is probably pretty impactful things. Go back and review it from time to time, and, uh, and you'll be a lot better at hardwiring it in. Uh, here's a very challenging question that I got. Jared, you seem very busy. You're up early in the morning, and it seems like you're trying to race to bed. Give us an accountability of how you are as a present dad and it's like whoa dagger in the heart right and that is one thing that i will say fortunately i went into um this busy year knowing some of the things that i wanted to accomplish and just knew that if i was not a present dad that everything you know what am i doing all of this for right i mean it's you've got to be a present father you've got to be a present husband you've got to be a present friend and some of those things can slide you can't be all things to all people but with your family, you can't let that slide. And so I could totally see how people could look at my life on the outside and go, man, that guy's knocking out a ton of stuff. I wish I, I wish I was as productive as him, but I wonder how his family life is. I wonder how his spiritual life is. I wonder how, you know, what is he doing to connect with those that he loves? And uh, fortunately for me, I had that, that wired in. So you may hear some things about me coming to the office on a Saturday morning and for some of you, that may put a pit in your stomach. For me, it's a little bit of an outlet because I can put a few things off that aren't pressing and urgent until a Saturday morning, get up really early, because as you guys have heard me say, I try to get up at the same time every single day and, and, and lock that in. That's very important to stay in with these circadian rhythms you've heard me talk about before to where my brain is on and going in the morning. But what I'll do on a Saturday is I'll come in early, I'll work on some things, and then shortly after the girls wake up, I am back home with them. So it's amazing, even to me, when I look at my schedule and, and just by the way that I'm getting up early each morning, getting into bed early each night after they go down to bed, I am able to be, be very present, fortunately, in their life. And, you know, there's times where, yeah, I'll stay a little bit longer on a Saturday, but I'm back home by 9, and nine o'clock. If I know that I'm going to be with them all day long, like a, a birthday parties or something that we're going out to do as a family, and I just know all day long we're going to be together, I might even push that to 9.30. Get everything done here early in the morning, push it to 9.30, and then I'm back home with them for the rest of the day. And that has been great. It's been awesome for us. I feel like I am there and I am present and I am involved. But thanks so much for asking me about that. We can never have enough accountability on that issue. The last point that I'll wrap up here on the Wednesday what for is popular apps. And if you guys know, that is my, that's like my wheelhouse. I'm a tech guy when it comes to apps, and apps have just improved, in my opinion, have improved our lives and our productivity so much. I'll roll through some of these. Some of them I'll have, <clears throat> excuse me, some of them I'll have a little bit more description for, and some of them will be pretty self-explanatory. But one of them that's been really good for me is Cam Scanner Plus, just like it sounds, Cam Scanner Plus. I think it costs like 99 cents and it came with a credit card scanner as well but your phones nowadays as you guys know can be an excellent scanning tool and it's pretty remarkable the way that they've created these things where you take a picture and then it instantly turns it into a 
full-color enhanced PDF that you can instantly email to yourself. I can throw it out on the Slack message board. I can text it to somebody. I can do whatever I want to do with it, and I can either send it as a JPEG or a PDF. Most of my stuff I'm saving as PDFs. So if I'm flipping through a financial magazine, I'll click a picture of an article that I want to come back and read later. That's great. If I need to send a document to somebody for business reasons or anything like that, I can snap a picture, instantly turn that thing into a PDF if, I, if I'm out and about and not by a scanner or something like that, and then shoot it to my staff or shoot it over to somebody else, and, uh, and that, that's been great. Cam Scanner Plus, uh, where I take all of my notes, I get questions from you guys about where I take notes and, and notes for the podcast and things like that. I use Notability. It, it's uh, an older app. And older, I mean, probably I downloaded it three or four years ago, but I still see that it's ranked the top note-taking app many times on certain categories in the App Store. Notability, it's got a blue background with a pencil or a pen that looks like a microphone on the end of it. So you can record, you can put uh, pictures in there, you can draw with your finger and make notes, you can type. I mainly just use it for the typing and just keeping up with all of my Uh, all of my notes. One thing I do love about it is if you ever get an official document sent to you and you're out and about, it's one of the easiest ways I've found to sign your signature with your finger or with a stylus and then send it securely back to wherever it needs to go versus uh, some of these e-signature apps out there, just a little bit cumbersome. You have to line up the signature just right and then the person gets it back and it's, it's grainy and you can tell it's not even a signature. If you do it on Notability, and you send it back to whoever you're sending it to, and, uh, and they look at it, it's going to look just like a pen on a computer. And if you print it out, it's going to look just like a pen on a photocopy. I mean, you, you can't tell, whereas a lot of these, like I said, it's just poor quality signatures that are coming back on some of these. Another one that I love is 2PDF, T-O-P-D-F, two words, just, just like that sounds. I was looking for something at one point that would take web pages and make them into a PDF. So I would see these financial articles. I would see these, you know, articles that I might want to do on a podcast now, I guess, something like that. And instead of just emailing it to myself and letting it just get lost in the email somewhere, 2PDF has been awesome because it's got a web web browser on it. It's got a clipboard on it. It's got a, a camera option on it. And then it's got... Let's see, whatever. It's got a few other things on it, but you can basically take any form of data out there now and instantly convert it into a PDF. And the highlighting that it allows me to do, so if I save a website and then I go back and highlight certain things, the highlighting it allows me to do is pretty awesome. It's one of the best out there that I've seen. I think it costs like $6.99. I took a, a risk on it because I thought, hey, this is exactly what I've been looking for, and I didn't know how awesome it was going to be. But two PDF, I've turned a lot of people onto that, and they love it. Uh, rolling through the list here, Waze. I can't use Waze enough. Waze has saved, has saved me hours upon hours, I believe, in traffic. If you're not using Waze, get on it. The only downside to Waze is that it stays on all the time in the background, so you can't turn it off to where data is being recorded only when the app is open like you can with some of those. So if you've got an issue with battery life being drained or something like that, you may not like it as much, but here's what I did. I'm a battery freak. Uh, I want to make sure that I've got my battery charged up at all times. I've got a charger with me at all times. I downloaded Waze. I loved it. I saw that it was draining my battery some, you know, some days. I think they've actually improved it a little bit. But on some days, my battery would go way down. And I thought, well, it's probably this this Waze app. I don't know why. You know, they're collecting data all the time. That's how it all stays real time of where where things are going on. And I, I deleted it. I got rid of it. I went back to Google Maps, which I had used before and loved. 
and I went back to Waze. So, so take it from me. I love it so much that even though it has the potential to drain my battery some, I'm like, look, I'll just carry a, I'll carry a charger with me. It's that important for me to have. The thing I love about it, too, is you can send a text message to someone where they can click a link and track your progress. So if I'm running late for a meeting, I'll shoot a text message to a client, and, and it's a pre-formatted text message that Waze creates, and it just says, I'm heading to such and such location. I will be there at an estimated such and such time. Follow my progress here. And they can click and just follow your progress there. And uh, it's been it's been great for meetings and things like that that I might be running a little bit late for or trying to get to. Sleep Cycle app has been one of my favorites. I've used this now for probably three or four years, and it just allows me to uh, it allows me to track my sleep each night. It's really designed for motion in the bed, so you're supposed to be able to put it underneath your pillow, put your phone in airplane mode so you don't fry your brain. Put the phone underneath your pillow, and the movement of your body at night shows you what your sleep quality was like. And I found that that's not so good when you have two people in a bed. So uh, single guys out there, you can try it. Married guys, you may just need to use it the way I use it. What I do is I just I don't use it for movement at all. In fact, it's in the uh, sitting on the sink in my bathroom each morning. But what I, it's got a great alarm on it. It's very loud, and it wakes you up slowly to whatever music you want to have on there, which is good. But whenever I set my alarm at night, it goes into tracking mode where it's starting to track the uh, weather conditions. It's tracking the uh, time that I'm in bed, all of that. And then when I go in there and turn off the alarm in the morning, it tells me how many hours I was in bed and, and all those sort of things. But now it's a, it's a worldwide app, of course. Now they're tracking it with people using it in all kinds of different countries. So I can see how I'm sleeping compared to everyone else in the U.S., how I'm sleeping compared to myself at different times how I'm sleeping compared to the rest of the world. And now they have an online version I just went ahead and bought. I think it's $1.99 or something like that. But it tracks my uh, tracks all of my sleep data because I've got like two years' worth of data now that I'm tracking on sleep. And if I was to lose my phone tomorrow or anything like that and go get a new one, instantly download the app, and it's all my data is backed up uh, online, which is really cool, up in the cloud. So that's been a good one. Uh, for working out, people have asked me if I've got a workout um, routine that if I need to get in something really quick, like on the Miracle Morning, uh, one of the recommendations is 10 minutes for a workout. Just get your heart rate up. And I'll tell you, I used to think that was silly, but getting your heart rate up, if you do it the right way in 10 minutes, you don't want any more. <laughs> you don't want any more than that. Now, anyone would recommend that you probably need about 30 to 45 minutes, if not more, about three or four days a week of hard working out. But some of us just can't get that in, especially if you're traveling or whatever. So this app, Swork It. S-W-O-R-K-I-T, uh, puts your butt through a boot camp really quickly. And you can set it for however many minutes you want. You can go an hour on it if you want to. You can go more. But they also have you know the, the drilled down versions. You can do a five-minute workout. You can do a seven, ten-minute workout. And the drills they take you through, um, you can do cardio. You can do weights. You can do uh, a mixture of both. It's pretty awesome. Uh, there's even a Spotify um list now of playlists, work it playlists on Spotify. So they're gaining some attention out there and that's good. Uh, let's see, going through here, uh, weather apps, Wonder Station, W-U-N-D-E-R Station, Wonder, W-U-N-D-E-R. Uh, that's on uh, best ones on the iPad, but it's really cool. It takes, uh, it takes weather stations that are set up out there and tied into this system that you or I could have at your house or whatever as long as it meets the right criteria. And it tells you wind speed, rainfall. The thing I love about it is I can go back and see the last, uh, I can see today the high and low. I can see the last seven days the high and low. I can see the last 30 days the high and low. The last, 
year, I guess, high and low. It's really neat to be able to track all of that and just see really just patterns that are out there. It's pretty uh, pretty cool. And uh, Pocket, you guys have probably seen Pocket before. I use it through the Firefox uh, web browser, but Pocket, you can just download it right to the Firefox web browser, or you can download it as an app on your phone. Anything that you save in websites or something like that that you want to come back to, you can save it right into Pocket and then have uh, offline access for those, like if you're on a plane or something like that. Sort of sounds like what I'm doing with 2PDF, but normally with 2PDF I'm doing that so that I can uh, make annotations on the PDF, whereas with Pocket I just need to do a one-click web website save because I may never come back and find it again, and it's stored there. I can put tags on it. I can come back and find it later. And then a really cool one I found for my business is called Zamorai, just as it sounds. It's a whiteboard app. I started searching for whiteboards in the App Store and came up. This had been, you know, I think it had been, like, released the week before or something like that. So I stumbled on it right after it was released. But it's basically a digital whiteboard. And if you're using it for a presentation, if you're using Apple TV to stream to your TV or if you're hardwired into something on an iPad, which is the way I use it, it takes all the frames and, th- and, and things that you're seeing on the iPad as far as all the tools and everything that you're using to draw on the whiteboard, you know, the colors and the thickness of pen and all of that that I you know, hardly ever use. It removes all of that in presentation mode. So you're seeing it on your screen while you're drawing stuff off. The client or whoever you're doing that with is not seeing it. So if you need to throw out a, a, a quick uh, whiteboard during a meeting or something like that that you can just put a ton of data on and erase, I mean, it's unlimited. You just keep scrolling with your finger onto a new whiteboard whenever you need something new, and it just keeps going, and uh, and that's been a really cool one. So anyway, that's the Wednesday What For. Ended up going a little bit longer than I thought here, but hopefully that information is good for you guys. And I'll do these as often as new questions come in. I wish I had been saving questions from the beginning, but most of them I responded back to um, immediately. And so I would tell you guys to just go ahead and keep sending me questions, keep sending me data that I can put on here. And I'll keep uh, keep you guys informed on True Brain, how that's working over time, how some of these other things are working. And please give me feedback on how you're feeling as well about some of these and how you're using some of these things. And hopefully that was helpful. Thanks so much, guys.